Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your question for Governor Herbert? Call 801-575-8255. This is Let Me Speak to the Governor. And Governor, I'm always surprised how quickly this program goes by. We have a ton of texters asking questions. Let's get to some of those. Uh, The first one is, will you support Mitt Romney if he runs for Senate? Well, I don't know who the competition is out there. I I hear a lot of names being uh, rumored about. Uh, Mitt Romney would be a very capable person. I supported him for president. I supported him when he was governor of Massachusetts, and he has got a lot of talent. And he has a a lot of cachet that comes with him. Uh, I think that uh, what he brings to the table, which is, I think, something that uh, cannot be ignored, is that he would not be just a typical freshman senator because of his uh, national name recognition and uh, being a presidential nominee for the Republican Party. He would have instant, I think, influence. And I think, as I've talked with members of the Senate, back there, I think he'd be welcomed and he would probably have a very significant influential role to play in his uh, freshman year even. So uh, again, I hate to say yes, he hasn't even announced whether he's going to run or not, but I can tell you, I think he would be very capable, talented, and be a very effective senator for Utah and for the country. And I think he would be hard for anybody to beat if he decides to throw his hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. The president has announced that he's phasing out the DACA program in hopes that Congress will take some action. What are your feelings on that? You know, Utah's had a great history of welcoming immigration, immigrants, refugees. Uh, we have a very compassionate approach uh, based on uh, the human element and humanity, Also, although we, we do believe that we have to enforce the rule of law. The problem with the DACA right now is that uh, it's, you know, we, we tried to come up with a solution ourselves to the immigration problem. We were sued by the Obama administration, taken to court, and the courts found in, in favor of the Obama administration saying we cannot go around Congress to solve the immigration issue. That's a congressional responsibility. It is interesting. I talked to the President Obama about this. He then went around the Congress himself by executive order. And the truth of the matter is he can't do that either. And and really the responsibility does fall upon our Congress and they ought to quit kicking the can down the road on immigration reform and they ought to make some decisions and do some things. It's frustrating to everybody. I think it's frustrating that we talk about securing the borders, which everybody agrees to, yet they're fighting over it because, well, we want to have comprehensive 
uh, you know, immigration reform. Let's do it one step at a time. Let's get some steps done. And I think President Trump, uh, although the way he's done it has caused anxiety in, in, with our young people, which through no fault of their own should mm-hmm. be taken care of and they should not be deported. We need to have the Congress step up, and I believe they can, and, and, and fix the problem. They should do it. It's their responsibility. Okay. Mike is standing by. Mike, what is your question today? Thanks, Governor. Um, my question is in regards to the opioid issue. Um, is there a way to address this? It's true that something's got to be done, but is there a way to address this? Is something being done to address those patients who need these kind of medications and who are using them in a responsible uh, proper way. Well, if they're using them in a responsible way, then they should be able to continue to use them. I don't think anybody's trying to stop the legitimate use of medication, including opioids. The concern is the abuse of opioids and the addiction capability. It's it's one that, uh, you know, the addiction uh, qualities of opioids is, you know, documented. So, at least warning labels is what we're trying to do and increased awareness to the patient to say, be careful if you start taking these opioids, you may become addicted. Uh, we don't want that to happen. And clearly there's a need for opioids, but it should be, uh, you know, the, the recommendation should be, as you heard earlier, if you need five, let's just prescribe five, not 30. That makes sense. But if you need 30... If you need 30, then that's short. Yeah. But that's that's between you and the doctor. Again, that's why it's a controlled substance. And the doctor should say, this is what you need, and uh, we ought to not over-prescribe. I think that's the concern. We, we are finding across the country that doctors are over-prescribing, which leads to more potential addiction. Well, maybe part of it is also the advertising that's out there in regards to this question. Are they, are they addressing it? They, are they... Also saying, hey, the doctor should have the final word, or I, I think nobody wants to get between you and your physician and your doctor, uh, and I don't think anybody's arguing that. We just want to make sure that you're aware. Then you, you know, you have to take on the individual responsibility of your own health. And if the doctor says, you know, five is what you need, uh, call me if you need more. Then that's what ought to happen, rather than him giving you a ten and say, well, I hope it works out. And uh, so, again, awareness on your part, you're the, you're the last bastion to protect your own health, and you ought to take on that individual responsibility. So that's something I think we're trying to promote. Governor, it's a good thing that we do this program every month because we still have at least 30 people who had questions for you, and we are out of time. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again next month. Well, hold those questions. We'll see you next month and try to answer them then. And Thank you've been you. listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor.